We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, let's do it again. Worry and Julia's show, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Stephanie Hansen is in for Lori today. It's a new month. That means we have new stuff for listener rewards. You can enter to win a $200 gift card to any Marriott Bonvoy Hotel property for a winter staycation or some of the hottest holiday let me try that again. Some of the hottest holiday toys. Plus, we got movie passes for Knives Out or the Aeronauts, Free Pie from Baker Square, a whole lot more. Get yourself registered by heading over to mytalk1071.com. Thanks, Donnie. <laughs> Have you guys seen the Aeronauts or heard about that? I've heard about it. I've what is it? Eddie Redmayne and Felicity <gasps> Jones, I think is her last name. Yes. It's based on a true story of an adventurer that would go up in a hot air balloon to test instruments for weather patterns. Sure. It's like an adventure story, but mm-hmm. it's... Is it on a streaming service? or is No, it- it's in the movie theater. Oh. Um, we have... A, they said we have passes on our um, website. Oh. But it was really kind of interesting. And then I also saw that Knives Out, which... I wanted to see. I was in the car almost ready. It's... You hated it. Just be well, honest. Well, I didn't. You did too. Just be I honest. didn't think Daniel Craig was great. And okay. I really like him. All right. What about and the rest of the cast? It was an ensemble cast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say there was a guy in there, Chris Evans. I love him. Oh, my God. Was he just smoking hot yeah, he's biscuit? Beautiful. He's lovely. Yeah. Uh, how did Don Johnson look? Because he's my boyfriend. Great. I love Don. Really great. I, we're at a first name basis. And Jamie Lee Curtis is also looking her age, but really he's, like just beautiful. And always refreshing. Yep. Except she smokes all through the movie, which was weird. Mm-hmm. I always think it's weird when people smoke in movies because they're you don't see that many people smoking in real life. Well, I was parked next to someone today was smoking. You were what? Parked next to a smoker today. Oh, really? It's amazing how much you smell. You know what? Do you remember this woman we used to work with? Her name was Abby when we worked at a newspaper. Yep. yep. And she would say Where's that she could smell. She would say she could smell people smoking in the car in front of her on the highway. Oh, I can too. And I was a smoker, and I thought she was crazy. Right? No, I can it's too. It's so true. You can. Yep. And I can smell dope too all the time now. Well, it's it's sort of legal. CV, C, CBD part is, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. When I'm driving down the road, I'm like, oh, there's the person going 45, and then you oh, get the waft. There you go. There you go. All right. So Laura Dern, okay. um, we're talking movies. Yeah. So what do you give she for Knives Out? She was in the marriage out? story. Yes. What do you give for Knives Out? Like 2.5 out of 4? 2. 2. All right. Fine. Out of 4 Holy for two. me. All right. 2. I also saw the Adam Sandler movie, Uncut Gems. 
And? Um, it's really interesting. I want to see that. It's very fast-paced, and it causes, like, it's very anxious. The whole movie is kind of him screaming into a phone ah! and buying these jewels, and okay. it's a lot of just movement. Anxiety. It, it makes you feel a little anxiety-ridden okay. by the time it's over. Uh, two hours of that, and that's an interesting movie. Okay. And then, uh, what was I going to tell you? Oh, Laura Dern in The Marriage Story with Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. And you saw that. Fantastic movie, but very painful. Okay, yeah, so here, we're going to get into this. So Laura Dern sat down this morning on the Today Show, and here she is, because she's also in Little Women, which is coming out Christmas Day, mm-hmm. I think. The re, 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 remake. So here we go. You do play the, play the matriarch in Little Women, and I have to say, I was watching this yesterday. It's such a beautiful film, and you, your character especially is so human. It's it's different than I remember from the book. I do feel so privileged. Greta Gerwig, who made Lady Bird, is such an extraordinary writer and unbelievable filmmaker. Found the revolution in Louisa's words um, that's always been there and is so modern and so um, available to us and yeah. so relatable. But I, too, had never known Marmy in that way yeah. and as opposed to playing sort of the angelic matriarch yeah. she wanted her to be complicated and messy in their broken but hopeful life i mean they're in abject poverty and she's keeping this family together of these four girls she's what? raising okay there you go. are you excited to see that see i i'm not yeah i probably right. will see it i love greta gerwig that movie have you seen ladybird yes of course oh, yeah. yeah that movie was so fantastic she's good i just loved she's that good. movie i would agree with you and i love cersei ronan who's in so it and uh right, timothy fine. chalamet does it for me he's so sweet he really is. Oh, all right, and fine. he's such a good actor. All right, fine. All right, I'll watch it. <laughs> all right, fine. Such let's, enthusiasm. Let's, let's, talk, let's talk about, let's listen to Cut 3 where she talks about the character she plays Mar- in oh. Marriage Story. Okay, here we go. I want to get to Marriage Story because yeah. I just was looking at the LA Times and I see the word Oscar pop right out at me on, <laughs> on your role. You play a divorce ro- a lawyer in a story that's a love story about divorce, basically. Which is incredible. Yeah. Noah Baumbach, who wrote and directed it. Interestingly, and by coincidence, he and Greta Gerwig are partners in life. So I got to work with these two amazing directors in the same year and we're all friends. So it was great magic. Um, but he's made an un unbelievable love story through the lens of divorce and yes i'm the antagonist if you will as uh the person that takes two people trying to make it amicable um and and brings them into the industry of divorce um which is sorted let's face Mm -hmm. it and not about the family but about winning wow and there's a monologue in there or a moment that just like takes your breath away. It's it's, your- it's literally it was my Christmas present this year. Wow. Was getting this monologue on a page and getting to read it because it's so troubling and so accurate. Wow. And it's about how women are perceived as mothers in comparison to fathers. And it was a great joy to get to do that monologue. Okay, so I so just give me the. It's not a love story. No, no, I know it isn't. It's a breakup story. Completely, it's about getting a divorce. Yeah, and we're talking about the movie Marriage Story. It reminded me of Kramer versus Kramer in the eighties. That pain you felt, tears, no breath. Yes, it reminded me of that. I will say, I thought she played Renata from Big Little Lies. Oh, she played Renata. It was like the same character to me. She had more role. Okay. And more lines, but kind of that caustic, sort of yeah. angry, 
feminist lawyer type person. Um, entitled. Yeah. And and then they end up becoming friends, her and the main character, which I thought was weird. You don't really become friends with your divorce lawyer usually. They spend a lot of time with them, maybe, depending on your divorce. Yeah. And Alan Aldo was Adam Driver's attorney at first, oh. and then he got a different attorney. Well, don't give it away. No, it's not giving it away. Okay. there it, it really does give you a snapshot of the machine of divorce, which I don't know that anyone who's 50% of us come from divorced families, so right. we probably didn't need that snapshot. But it is a good movie. It's just painful. I get it. And the acting yeah. performances. And I think that's why I don't want to see it. And and for someone was telling me, like, they're getting a divorce. Do they want to go see it? I was like, well, yeah. if you want some catharsis, maybe. And I, coming from a family of divorce, I did enjoy the movie. I liked it. But it was painful. There's right. a scene in there where Adam Driver is, like, basically on his knees. Just in grief and oh. anger and... Oh, boy. Yeah, it's How heavy. How long were they married? Uh, in the movie, like, 10 years. Oh. Mm. And it, it kind of examines that, like the different roles that women and men play in a in a relationship. Right. And Everyone then when says it falls the, apart. Uh, this is really good, but painful. I mean, it's not like a happy. No, it's not like Elf. Nope. Uh, it's not, not like, like Elf. Not, no. not like Elf. It's probably Scarlett Johansson's best role ever. And they say, and did you see the movie theater? Yes. Oh, you saw the movie theater. Okay. And you know what else is coming out that she's in that I think is spectacular. And it's a hard to describe movie, but Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, everyone's talked about that. That movie yep. where there's a 10-year-old boy that befriends Hitler as his yep. imaginary friend. Yep. And it's about love and hate and acceptance. It is such a great movie. And mm-hmm. she plays his mother. And she has a great role there. Jojo I'm, Rabbit yeah. is a great movie. No, we've been hearing a lot about it. And, mm-hmm. and where'd you see that? I saw it at Twin Cities Film Festival. I saw all these movies there. Go oh, next you year. Did. I'm you get to go see all the year. Academy Award winners before they even hit the theaters. Oh, you little... Little moviegoer. You little moviegoer. Trendsetter you are. Okay, well, over the weekend, other things that happened. Prince Andrew, first of all, the headlines, he's in so much trouble. What? Is he going to end up like, is there any, I mean, is there proof? Can he go to jail over this I don't know. The latest and greatest is just not looking very good for him. And um, he just seems so dumb to me. Oh, and I think the monarchy is throwing him under the bus. Like, I think they are done. Well, mm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are revealing how they're kicking off the holiday season with the 12 Days of Christmas. They've chosen 12 charitable organizations to follow and promote during the month of December. Um, and you can find all that out at their Instagram page, which is the, um, what are they called? The Sussex Kiss. I'm doing, doing the 12 Days of Dishmas, and they're doing the charitable 12 okay, Days. Okay, what, what so <laughs> far have we seen on Dishmas? Uh, you could win, it's all Minnesota products. Okay. So every day you can win something from Minnesota. And then at the end, there's an ultimate foodie box that has 17 Minnesota products What a great in it. idea. Yeah, I thought it would just How be fun. How do people do that? By following, you can look at my Instagram, Stephanie's Dish. Follow me, follow the makers. It's a way to help them boost their maker following. I love it. You know, I, Well, fun. that's a great idea. Yeah, I'm doing do the 12 days stuff. of going out. <laughs> I'm going to be doing I that have too. So many plans. Me too. Like every single night. I'm going to. Are you, are you going to see music? I'm going to the new standards. I'm going to see Trailer Trash. I'm going to a Christmas I, party. I'm going to a winter solstice party. I'm so excited. The winter solstice. I'm already out fun. of champagne and I bought like a lot. Really? Yes. I need to get more. It's going to oh. be a champagne cookie exchange party, Julia. Okay. Pace yourself. Okay. I'm ready. Oh gosh. No, I just, there's so much going on.
There's so much. Are you much. going to shows? What are you doing? Well, I'm going to see Judy over the rainbow yes. at the History Theater. I'm going to see, I haven't seen Mamma Mia. I'm going to, I have tennis in crazy places. Fun. Every Thursday night in the month of December, like Fridley at 9, 8 o'clock p.m. I'm going to, um, what else do I have? It just feels cookie like exchange. cookie exchange, holiday party, this party. I'm having another time, you know, whatever. Fun. Party, 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 party. Party in the USA. When we come back, it's time for to get dirty, dirty, dirty with Holly with the Dirt Alert. We'll- this is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, we've got Miss Holly here giving us dirt. Yeah, so let's uh, start uh, today's Dirt Alert with a real Housewives adjacent news. Uh, Denise Richards announcing that she and her family will soon be living in Montana. So they she, are. Yes, she Where? shared. I have no idea. It's oh a big my. state. She's, she's going to be somewhere. No, she's but not. But I wonder, really? Well, she said that she ideally wants to live in a ranch. So I think that she's just made the announcement that, hey, we're looking for some real estate in Montana. And uh, she wants everyone to know that she still has a house in Los Angeles. Of course, she wants everyone to know because that means that there is still the possibility of her being on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So do we think she hasn't been signed? Ah, you know, I, like I don't know about that. I, I thought she was popular, though, in the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. That people enjoyed her uh, as a regular cast member. But, you know, she just wants to split her time. But that's like the hot she thing to do is to move out to Montana. It's driving me You're crazy. My sisters are so funny. Look at this new stoplight. I have to shut my eyes when I come to it because <laughs> there's so much development there. I mean, they've been there oh, for 30 yeah. years. Right. So every new week, my sister goes, I come out of school and there's... Five new houses that were just built. They pop up like well, right. whack them all. And it's <laughs> and you get territorial because you're I like, know. hey, you know what? I've been here for decades. It is a beautiful part of the world, I have to say that. Yeah. Uh Tiffany Haddish was responding to rumors that she would be hosting the twenty twenty Oscars. So there was a reader poll recently on the Hollywood Reporters website, and Tiffany Haddish received the most votes among a number of rumored possible hosts. Those hosts including I don't know why they, and Kevin Hart again. I mean, that really didn't work out for him. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson and former Oscar hosts Jimmy Kimmel and Ellen DeGeneres. And uh, she told Jimmy Fallon, look, I will host the Oscars two conditions. One, if they'd pay me, I could do it with somebody. So she's holding out for the money and she doesn't want to do it alone. I get that. All right. Well, there we go. She said she didn't want the pressure because that's what a lot of people said last year, too, where it's like, this is such a thankless gig hosting an award show. And why don't they just get Billy Crystal back? Oh, well, Jimmy Kimmel, well, they well, can long do in the it. Billy Crystal, but, well, you know, we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Yeah, I feel like maybe it's going to be another hostless Oscars. So I hope not. You didn't like it? They need people to watch it, so they need a marquee person. Oh. No, they need something to carry that program through. I'm sorry. All right. You didn't Just like my the, opinion. You didn't like the hostless Oscars. All right, Alanis Morissette announced that she's going on the tour next year for Jagged Little Pill's 25th anniversary. And this is like the 90s exploding all over the place because she's going to be out there, Alanis Morissette, and she's going to be joined by Garbage 
and Liz Fair. Unfortunately for us, she's not stopping in the Twin Cities, but she is making a stop in Illinois. So if you want to make a road trip of it, she's stopping at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater in Tinley Park on July 17th. Did you guys like Jagged Little Pill? Love. The yes. album? Love, yes. love, love. The Alanis ultimate angry Everything. Album. Loved it. <laughs> very Loved angry. it. Very bummed she's not coming here. I know. That's really disappointing mm-hmm. because I feel like there would be a spot right for her Maybe in our backyard. There would be. Um, Billie Eilish, she's a huge sensation. She is 17 years old, and the internet was giving her flack today because she didn't know who Van Halen was. I mean, we've all been there, right? You know, people quizzing you about old bands and old whatever, and uh, she said she didn't know. Jimmy Kimmel asked her, name a Van Halen, and she said, who? I don't know. So... That's kind of surprising. People mm-hmm. were dragging her for that. Right. Well, I guess so. they're I just going like, to find anything. I know. The internet always finds things to drag on. Uh, Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra celebrating their first wedding anniversary. Mm. Were they together? No, they paid because tribute I saw to him each with other. A dog. Yeah. Well, that was last week. All right. That was last week. The story last week with Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra is that Priyanka Chopra surprised Nick Jonas with a German Shepherd puppy, and it was all very exciting and very lovey-dovey. Well, they paid tribute to each other on their first wedding anniversary yesterday, and they posted pictures from their festivities in honor of the occasion. So they didn't have pictures of themselves with each other from yesterday, but they decided to do a little flashback. I mean, you got to make those photos work. You spend all that money on that, mm-hmm. you got to make it work for yourself. Taylor Swift on the cover of British Vogue magazine, looking very groovy, very 60s, and of course, she's on the cover because she is trying Trying to get you to get your buns to the Cats movie. Meow. <laughs> and. Meow. She's talking about mm-hmm. if she wanted to be an actress. She said, I had no idea. When I was younger, I used to get questions like, where do you see yourself in 10 years? And I'd try to answer. And she said, I'm learning that wisdom is learning how dumb you are compared to how much you are going to know. She said she had an amazing time with Cats. And she loved the weirdness of it. She listed, I loved how I felt like I'll never get another opportunity to be like this for the rest of my life. I mean, you're not going to have CGI yeah. fur and boobs at the That's same time. Right. I mean, a very That's limited right. opportunities for that. Uh, she also spoke about her co-star Judy Dench in this movie. She said she's lovely. I remember being on the set. And then one scene that Idris, uh, I do with Judy, and someone walked up to me with this gummy candy. Now, So she goes on to say uh, Judy Dench has six bags of gummy candy. So there you go. Dame Judy Dench. Uh, yeah, that movie Cats, I mean, I, you know... It's a little Aren't bit of the, the air. for it? I mean, you're the cat lover. Just because I love cats don't mean I want to watch the Andrew Lloyd Webber music. Yes, seriously. I have no interest in seeing cats whatsoever. Just because I actually like the actual animal cats, this movie looks weird. It's that uncanny valley stuff that I don't like. Too much CGI. The fur looks weird. The cats have boobs, Julia. I, I just like, I I don't even know. Uh, but that movie's out December 20th. The uh, second trailer was better than the first. That's true. I, I mean, feel like there might be, I still have my prediction. Yes, you have your prediction have in your manila envelope. Somewhere in that stack of mighty papers, Julia, like a year and a half ago, do. wrote down your prediction about the movie Cats. It's in here. Yeah, it's in there somewhere. I, I don't know. You know, if you like the Andrew Lloyd Webber, Webber musical stuff, then I'm sure it's totally for you. And go and see it. And you're going to have a fun time. You're going to be stuck with your family during the holidays. And you got to leave the house. And you got to do something. Right? Right. Righto. All righto. Okay, Mohammed Hadid's ex-fiancee, 
Shiva, uh, Shiva Safai confirms that she is split. She posted a picture with her new boyfriend. Man, she doesn't want to be around, around Muhammad Hadid anymore. He's and broke. all this. He's well. Let's put broke in loose quotes. Yeah, because he's broke, so he can't <laughs> take down his house right now. Exactly. So she wanted to make it Instagram official with this new guy that she's seeing, Neil's howling, and uh, she p- shared a photo of herself kissing Howling's cheek, and she captioned the post. With a heart emoji. So I think that she definitely wants to distance herself in the realm of public opinion from Mohammed Hadid. The story is that Mohammed Hadid's weird $100 million plus home in Bel Air has to be demolished. A judge ordered that. And so that is going to be gone. Right. And she's just like, you know what? If you're going to pretend to be broke, I don't even want to be around you because I don't want to pretend to be broke. So well, there you go. There you go. There you go. Pete Davidson. <laughs> I mean, that is, look, man. It's not like this woman was probably with Mohammed Hadid because of his sparkling personality and wonderful wit at the dinner table. He's the guy that built the house that's falling down yes. the mountain. Yeah. Well, the story in is in Be- yeah in Bel Air. The story is is now the judge last week ordered that it has to be demolished. So that it's going to be gone. He doesn't have any money, but he's taken out the trees. He's taken out everything that would prevent mudslides. I mean, he's destroyed the area. Yeah. Yeah. So goodbye house. And Pete Davidson, what do you guys think about this? He is requiring people that attend his stand-up shows to sign a non-disclosure agreement worth $1 million if it's violated. Fans would also be responsible for out-of-pocket and attorney fees if they broke the non-disclosure agreement. However, Variety.com is reporting, well, the legality of all this not necessarily probably going to be able to get away with it. I think he's arrogant. He's mentally ill. <laughs> I mean, that's what I think. I love it. Just say he's it how it is, Stephanie. And that is that. A lot of uh, baggage. BDE. Yeah, the there we go. What is BDE? Oh, we'll tell you off the air. Mm, we will. <laughs> it's, a whole thing. it's a whole thing, Stephanie. Kinda I think dirty. you might be interested Kinda in dirty. it. <laughs> we'll be right back. Stay with us, everybody. Let's talk about sex for now To the people at home or in the crowd It keeps coming up anyhow Don't be coy, avoid, or make void the topic Cause that ain't gonna stop it now We talk about sex on the radio Alright, we talk about sex on the radio Here is what we're gonna talk about Alright, Julia No, I've got it right here I have some dirty and funny sex phrases Oh, is that what we're gonna do? Alright And this is so awkward for me It's like First of all, the thing you should know about me is I don't do sex words. <laughs> well, don't do I am it. uncomfortable. Are you gonna Are you gonna do it with me? Okay, do it. I'm gonna just do some funny lines okay. that would be in the spirit of Lori, and I think I should actually use a different voice so I don't feel like it's me saying them. Oh, for crying out loud! Okay, so what are the, what are these phrases used for? Um, this would be when you want to get it on with someone, so they're like pickup lines, but a little more direct. Oh, good Lord. I'm worried even seeing him come out of your mouth. Are you sure you want to go down this path? Okay. Yes. All right. Your pants, they bother me. Take them off. They're on. (laughs) Oh, yeah. What's wrong with that? Oh, this one I am wondering if I can say. Your face would look better somewhere else. Sure. In my pants. (laughs) Somewhere. Mm hmm. Uh, okay. Well, uh, <laughs> I got stuff. Listen, I got stuff. Go. Just, just, 
Okay. Ridiculous. So how do you think? So here, mm. here's the deal. So we are, um, and this came up this weekend with one of um, my sister's friends. She's like, I don't know. I just, you know, do I want to get a vibrator? You know what? I don't know. <gasps> I've been single. What should I do? And I'm like, what is wrong with you? So there's a girl's guide or, you know, I'm a sex toy version. First of all, we have Smitten Kitten. It's a great store. It's a great store. And so I, if you've never been into a sex toy, a sex toy or a sexual fantasy type store, they're non-threatening. It's very whatever. No one's judging you. You don't have to worry about going in there and shopping. But it is good to see things, you know, versus online. You can do it online, too. You know what but- else is good for? Because nobody talks about this. So oh. I'm going to talk about All it. Right. People that have had cancer. Their sexual lives in a lot of cases change. Right. And they have classes there on how to deal with illness and sexuality and cancer specifically. So if you're maybe a lot of breast cancer survivors have to take hormones and all kinds of stuff. But you that's don't take a good place to but check But you out. don't take like estrogen hormones that's and those right. type of hormones. So you're sort of So your sex life changes. Yes. Okay, so that's a really good point, Stephanie. So we have all those resources, but also you know, if you want to introduce vibrators <gasps> into your relationship and that's what really the story is about. Every time you say that word, it's giving me I think everybody's up for it, and I think it's I know, not- and I shouldn't be such a ninny about the okay. whole thing. It just makes me embarrassed. Why does it make you? I don't know. I don't okay. know. I'm not a person I think that can say up sex for words. It. I think you just have to feel really comfortable with the person you're with. Men and women. I don't think men feel threatened anymore. No, by, and, by I and I think our generation has done a good job of raising the younger generation because most 20 year old and 30 year old women that I know are so comfortable talking about sex and yeah. their bodies, yeah. and I'm so proud of them. I think so too. So I'm just saying. If you have worried about you might be, some might see me going in there or something or anything like that, this is not something to worry about because no one cares. And you can also shop online if you want to, but Smitten Kitten has a great website. Okay. Just do it. God, you're crying. I'm worried. I'm worried that <laughs> I you're, just get you're so embarrassed. right now crying in front of me. Well, then I'm going to give you some do's and don'ts in handling da- gifting situations if you're dating at the holidays. Okay, okay that's okay. up my alley. All right. People get way too gifty. Okay. And this is a very funny one. But, you know, maybe you're thinking this is going to be the year and there's this guy you've always liked or this gal you've always liked. And you thought maybe you should be dating, but you're going to buy him a present anyway because you just like them. So you're going to give a present to someone who really hasn't committed to you. Don't okay. do it. Don't do it. Maybe if you want to give them some beer like they I like or some wine. No, it feels I do so too. good. I love to give gifts. So, but give them some beverages or you can give them like um, something funny with post it notes. And there's so many clever, funny gifts out there, but a game would be fun. Do you know who Bob Ross is? Yes, I love him. <laughs> He's having a resurgence with the 20 year olds. Yeah. My daughter, they may be smoking something while they do this, but they like to watch Bob Ross episodes. Doing art. And they have like paint by numbers for Bob Ross. They have a coffee cup that when you put the coffee in there, it changes the scenery. I just am like, who ever even thought that this would come back? It's it's really funny. Yes. Um, so men never know what to buy women. In this, no, they and this don't. is kind of classic. And I don't know if women suffer the same thing that they never know what to buy for their significant yes, other. How many pairs of gloves can you buy a man? Right. But so I've always found 
you know, to ask somebody, you know, ask their friend, ask their sister, ask someone who knows that. That's a good idea. Because my friend. I need to call your ex-husband is what I need to do. Oh, that's a really fun point to bring up right <laughs> well, now. No, that's because our husband's our friends. Talk about his sex life? Or no, no, no. So I can ask him what to get my husband. Oh, fabulous. Oh, you are friends. also call my brother who hangs out with your husband. Oh, true. way to bring yeah. up my ex during sex <laughs> wow. life. Good job, Steve. All right, that was fun. <laughs> so if you're single and alone and your ex is in a relationship, what do you do at the holidays? Let's go to that. I'm just uh, kidding. You invite them to come over. <laughs> you oh, try great. to be a big person. <laughs> not being that I will never forget. Have you? I had the Thanksgiving See, that where. Was right. I was getting right back at you. Well, you and I had it. the Thanksgiving at my house where my mom came with her husband and my dad came with his wife. What's wrong with that? It was fine, but talk about having some anxiety over the whole thing. I remember when sure. Bill and I were first oh. engaged and we were having a party and his parents, my mom and dad figured it out a way after years to be fine. Because my we'd always ours did too, but in the beginning it was like, and I remember the four of them coming, you know, with their significant others, and we're just like, oh dear, how much can we drink? You know, and then my stepmom had a baby, and my mom would always want to hold the babies who are my brothers. I was just like, I don't know. (laughs) This has been a very uncomfortable segment for me. Well, we really haven't done anything. (laughs) At some point during the holidays, chances are, if you are dating someone, you're going to maybe meet their parents. The one thing is, if you're looking to impress anybody and you're invited to someone's house and they say, don't bring anything, just come, bring something. Absolutely. That is such a lie. Yes, it is. Bring a bottle of wine. Bring a pot. Bring a poinsettia. Bring pot. Not pot. (laughs) Don't bring pot. It might not be welcome. Don't bring pot. You know, bring a lovely candle. Bring some soap. Bring some soap. A dish a towel. Candle, a dish towel. Anything. <laughs> a hunk but, of cheese. Yes, don't show up. Coffee. Coxwald would be good. Everybody don't, likes coffee. Yeah. Yes. Don't show up empty-handed because that's too... You'll be embarrassed. And, if and you're it's not, rude. And if you're new in the family and you're just dating someone, it's the first time meeting everyone, you'll be talked about. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm yeah, just going to say totally it up front. People will totally talk about you. She brought nothing or he brought Can nothing. Can you believe that? I mean, and take... And, well, and people are going to probably talk about you anyway. Right. But, you know. And then don't get too drunk. Well, that's in well, other yeah. things. Oh. And if your gift sh- falls short... You know, you like you're you have expectations about, you know, giving a gift and you're in a new relationship. This is dating and gifting. Um, mm, Just fake a smile. Please, please. (laughs) Do you remember our friend Lisa's husband every year would try so hard to get her a gift she liked? And every year she'd come to work on that following Monday. Can you believe it? And just talk about the horrible gifts. And they weren't even horrible. Like one year he got her this ring and she was like, I don't need another ring. Like it's such a waste of money. money. No, if it was good or bad. Exactly. She was doomed. No matter how it went. No. But I think the big thing with all dating and the holiday season and stuff, and depending if you know them or don't know them. It's just effort. People are not willing to put in any effort anymore. Well, that's wrong. I know. Just effort. Just try. I, just yes, something. Absolutely. Say, I'm really bad yep. at this. Well, who gives a fart? Write a poem and do a cute flowers. Or you know? do something fun. Go somewhere you've Go never been. Go ice skating. Yes. Right. Go on People an ice skating. People just want experiences that and are just, and being funny. Yep. And that's it. Okay. All right, so there we go. We've done nothing. That was the cleanest sex Monday we've ever had on the station. Because <laughs> I couldn't say the word. No, that's okay. We will be right back with the rest of our show. Remember you told me that we could work it out. 
Okay, so there, so here is the big scandal that's been going on is that Gabriel Union and who's the other gal that got fired from Julianne Huff? Julianna Julianna Huff. Huff. They did um, America's Got Talent for one year and um, they feel like they got fired and they feel it was because they raised some concerns over a salty, an off color racist remark. So here is a little bit of the story. And then we're going to talk about the fallout. This morning, NBC addressing growing controversy following Gabrielle Union's departure from America's Got Talent. The network and show producers releasing a joint statement overnight, saying in part they take very seriously any questions about workplace culture and are working with Miss Union to hear more about her concerns, following which we will take whatever next steps may be appropriate. It comes just days after a series of reports alleging Union's exit followed racially insensitive situations during her time on the show. Variety reporting Union had been told her hairstyles were too black for the audience. Who says that? And that a joke made by guest judge Jay Leno that was seen by people present as insensitive to Asian communities was never escalated to human resources despite Union urging producers. The joke never aired. Vulture adding that Union was labeled as difficult by Simon Cowell and producers of the program almost immediately when she complained about Cowell smoking inside. So, mm-hmm. is there another cut? There is. Yep, let's and just... I think her husband is weighing in here. Yeah. Union's husband, basketball star Dwayne Wade, showing support for his wife, tweeting, she's an advocate for our community and culture. As proud as I was of her being selected as a judge on AGT, I am even more proud of her standing up for what she stands for, and that's us. Actresses Ellen Pompeo, Deborah Messing, and pop star Ariana Grande also publicly coming to Union's defense. Union, who hasn't responded to our request for comment, hasn't specifically addressed her exit. Instead, thanking fans, posting, just when you feel lost adrift alone, you got me up off the ground, humbled and thankful forever. So this is, you know, the deal is that when you hear that your hairstyle is too black for this audience and some of these, these are completely racist things oh, to be hearing yeah. from the that network. Is, and then they escalated something to HR, but Simon Cowell is in charge. Well, you know, and that's the weird thing about the smoking thing. He gets to smoke inside when no one else can, it sounds like. But that's not okay. Like, isn't that it a isn't. law? It, yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, like, that would seem just like a very basic... 101 health thing. concern right. for everybody yeah, like i was a smoker it. but right. you don't get to just make your own rules yeah. you don't but damn did we want to back in the day when sure, we smoked but we right. didn't so simon cowell um is been called out by howard stern and remember howard stern was on america's got talent for what three or four years and he says that um Simon Cowell may have had a hand in orchestrating the exits of Gabriel Union and Julianne Huff from NBC. He sets it up that the men stay, Stern said. No matter how ugly the men are, no matter how old they are, no matter how fat they are, no matter how talentless they are, what he manages to do on all his shows is he consistently replaces the hot chicks with hotter chicks and younger chicks. Howie Mandel's doing fine. A serviceable job. Why don't they change him? And why don't they change Simon? This is the ultimate example of an old boys club. 
Well, that's from Howard yeah. Stern. Yeah. Which that's I, fascinating. I am impressed with this because mm-hmm. he's calling, he's just it's saying. It's risky. It's very risky because Simon Cowell is, he owns the show, first of all, mm-hmm. so he can keep himself in there forever. Howie Mandel is just okay if people watch the show. Yep. And you've got bright young women with talent, but they keep getting younger, which is true because last year it was Heidi Klum for a while. And who was the other gal? I can't remember. Sharon Osborne was on it for a while until yep. she was replaced. It was one of the Spice Girls, wasn't it? it was Mel B. Mel B. Yeah. And so the women continue to get replaced. Howie continues to stay. And he did this on America's, he did this on um, American Idol, Idol with Paula Abdul. Yep. So it's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, so, I would, I mean, I don't know Simon Cowell, but he's never really seemed like anything other than kind of a misogynist, if we were being 100%, completely honest. 100%. Well, duh, 100%. And then SAG after, because after tweets from Deborah Messing, who I'm so mad at her for ruining her relationship with Karen on. Will and Grace. And she seems kind of angry a she's lot. So, yeah, but she she's, blew she's up that relationship. Yeah, but it hasn't affected the episodes, I don't think. Well, she, Karen's not going to be on one of them. Uh, okay. Oh, it bugs me so yeah. bad that those guys aren't So what is SAG after doing SAG after, well, after being told to do something by Patricia Arquette, a SAG after card holding member, said, listen, I'm just catching up on this. This is terrible. You should not be penalized for trying to have a workplace that honors the rule of law. Where is the union? And then in a statement, SAG after came back, um, we take issues of the workplace health and safety very seriously. We immediately reached out to Miss Union's representatives. When these reports came to light, it's our practice to work closely with members. La, 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 la. We're looking into it. Hmm. So we'll see. I I applaud her for not just going away quietly, Gabriel Union, because if I, in this workplace in today... If someone told me I look too white, I look too Asian, I look too black, I look too gay, I look too straight, I look too short, I look too fat. I mean, sure, if you're trying to get a job for the first time, they might say you're not the right fit Mm -hmm. because, you know, there might be other things going on. But if you have a job and then they're telling you that you your hairstyle. Welcome to TV. Yeah, I guess. Do you really think so? Do you think that's okay with them telling her that? No. They tell all the TV people all you the can't time, cut you're your too hair. fat, don't wear that outfit, those dresses are too tight. I couldn't handle that environment. Yeah. I'm too sensitive. I know. I mean, you're too sensitive. If you talk to people that have worked in TV, and we know a few, yeah. it can get real personal. I know you can't personal. change your hair, I know you can't yeah, gain a pound, you know. Can't grow a beard unless it's approved. Well, Jay, I don't know why it's different, but it is. It's Jay different. Leno has not said much of anything, he was the one that told the off-color yep. joke. Uh Quote, I love Gabriel Union. She's a great girl. I really enjoyed working with her. She's really good. When asked if she was treated fairly, he said, I don't know, but I think she's a great girl. <gasps> he's such a... <laughs> what a pig and I No, like... he's just, he's so out of touch. A great exactly. girl. Just out to yeah. lunch. <laughs> oh, that, that just makes, I mean, I don't know what his joke was, and maybe it I was an either. ill-time and joke. Maybe it was... But what he just said was so out of touch. Yeah, Come on, doesn't he have an agent? Doesn't he have someone vet his stuff? Where's his wife? He's got a barn full of fancy cars. He can afford to get some help. I love it. There you go. Darn it anyway. She's a great girl. That's really, really bad. If we were saying Jay Leno is a great boy. I'm going to start saying that. Yeah. Great boy, Jay. Simon Codwell. Simon Codwell. Simon Codwell. I think that we should call him that. Codwell is a great toddler.